1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. Just a reminder, you can always subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio or download the latest episodes of Press This at webmasterradio.fm. In this episode, I'm really excited. Today, we're going to be talking about WP Engine's recent acquisition of Studio Press. And in order to do that, I've got a really special guest on the show. And I'd like to welcome Brian Gardner to Press This. Brian, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here today.
1: Yeah, I know it's uh, it's fun and exciting news, and you know, for those of you that have been listening to Press This and familiar with me, um, I'm actually one of the uh, the person who led the integration team and continues to lead that with the Studio Press acquisition at uh, WP Engine, and so it's kind of timely that this uh, acquisition took place and was happening in the community, um, that I had this uh, podcast that we do every week and wanted to really bring Brian on the show to talk a little bit about his journey, um, founding Studio Press and what it eventually became, talk a little bit about what the future of Studio StudioPress um, could hold, and talk a little bit about what um, really, frankly, the the community that's grown around Genesis and the Studio Press products, um, and then what he's done in the past to support them, and some of the things that we have planned in the future um, to also support the community. Um, but Brian, really, really excited to have you here today. Fun, fun stuff to talk about.
2: Yeah, you know, it's really funny that I, I kind of look back at the last couple months of our relationship, our communication, and it's kind of been on the down low for very obvious reasons. And so, you know, once we made the announcement of the acquisition, uh, it's been very fun to sort of be able to sort of publicize uh, our sort of togetherness, WP Engine and StudioPress and our, uh, mine and yours personally too. So it's fun to kind of talk uh, out in the open finally.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that certainly is a relief. And, you know, I've certainly enjoyed getting to know you over this time. But, yeah, uh, through through the lens of, C, of uh, privacy and, and keeping things cloak and dagger, you know, you kind of have to keep things under your, your hat there. Um, but, yeah, it was such a relief. As a matter of fact, I won't say the code word we used around the acquisition, but we have the uh, code word swear jar of a sense now. So if you say the code word after the, the public announcement, now you got to drop a buck in the, uh, the, the code word jar, as it were. So I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, fun stuff but um you know again I to thank you for joining but really the purpose isn't you know just to talk about the acquisition or anything but also to get a better understanding you know for people listening who may not know you i know a lot of people in the community know who you are familiar with studio press and genesis i mean genesis is the number one theme framework for wordpress on earth um i think tony perez quoted it as the preferred preferred framework for building um, wordpress themes so i know a lot of people know you um, and maybe, of course, there are there are those that don't, but really want to get an understanding today a little bit about your journey. How did you get here? and then then kind of um, kind of get into what the future might look like, you know now after this acquisition has taken place. So one of the things I always start off with though, when I interview my guests is I, w- I want to understand what was your WordPress origin story. What was the first time you touched WordPress, Brian?
2: You know that's a good question. and and quite frankly, it's something that I take for granted. I feel like uh, people in the quote WordPress, uh, community, know who I am, know Studio Press. I've heard the story before, but there's so many people, there's been so much growth over the last 10 years that I've been around that I sometimes fail to remember that there are people who today is the first day they've ever touched WordPress and they have no idea who I am, no idea even who StudioPress is, uh, barely can make sense of what WordPress is, and so I think it's good to um, from time to time sort of go back, you know, and one of the things I'm really excited about sharing my story is that there's so many people that I've mentioned are new to WordPress, Uh, whether they be users or designers, developers, what have you. There's so many people who I think can take inspiration from my story, not because I'm great, but because I I had the luxury to use WordPress to uh, pursue a career, to pursue the dream that I have. And so going back uh, 10 years, I guess it's what it's been. I was a project manager at an architectural firm and uh, started blogging for fun because Uh, I like to write, and so I started out with Blogger. uh, Very quickly, kind of outgrew that, and a friend suggested that I I try WordPress. Uh, I knew that it was self-hosted, which uh, uh, actually at the time I didn't know what that meant, and so I I did a little research and, and with a little bit of work was able to get my first WordPress site up. And realized very quickly, even back then, and it's you know grown so much and has evolved so much since then. But even then, I realized, okay, this is a powerful powerful platform. This is something that I can sort of. Ah, uh, do something with and and what I really liked about WordPress was sort of the the theming element of it. The idea of uh, creating a front end experience, the design uh, through the course of CSS and um, small theme tweaks. And so I started kind of theme tweaking and started to to design uh, my own site a little bit. And then from that, uh, offered a couple of free WordPress themes, which brought a little bit of interest from a freelance standpoint. Uh, people asking if they could download a free theme of mine, and then hired me to customize it. And very quickly, sort of that evolved into a moonlighting gig, which, you know, for a few hundred bucks here or there, some vacation money, I started to take on some projects. And then uh, one of them, and, and I've talked about this a lot, uh, and I usually don't mention him by name, but for fun, I will today. Uh, it was a, a Boston real estate agent named Elad Bushari who hired me to, to do a project and he uh, I came up with a design that was a little bit uh, too advanced for what he wanted. He was really just looking for a blog theme, and so I uh, took that theme that, that I had created, uh, which was the original Revolution theme, and I brought it to my audience and, and asked them, uh, "Hey, would you pay for a WordPress theme? I've got this thing. I think it's really great. It's too much for what he wanted. Uh, I was able to satisfy his needs, uh, you know, sort of with a with an uh, alternative option." And, uh, but I was left with this thing that I thought was really, really good. And so I asked my audience if they would buy it and then sort of followed that up with how much. And uh, there was a resounding uh, response of people who would be willing to buy something to that effect, perhaps, uh, uh, you know, starting the what we're calling the premium WordPress theme market. And so uh, that theme became Revolution. And from that came uh, Studio Press. And, you know, there's a lots of, you know, kind of in between pages to that story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned Revolution. I can't remember who it was, but just the other day I was talking to somebody and they were, you know, congratulating on the acquisition or whatever. And they were like, oh, my goodness, I love StudioPress so much. I remember watching Brian Gardner uh, work on the Revolution theme, and that was just this aha moment for me for some of the things that I ended up doing with WordPress. So it's funny to, to listen to your origin story and then also think about all the origin stories that frankly started with you.
2: Yeah, you know, and that—that's what I was talking about when I said sort of the inspiration part. There, you know, because I didn't have a, a fluent background in computer science. I didn't have any design background, uh, but I had the sort of the desire, this the the desire to sort of learn a desire to to free myself from at the time. Even though it was a great desk job, it was a day job that I had. I liked it. had lots of fun there, but I but I had a bigger idea of my life, and I feel like so many people are like that, and I and I hope that so many people realize that with just a little bit of effort, um, they can kind of take matters into their own hands. You you don't necessarily need, even though it helps, right. You don't need a degree in certain things. Uh, and so like my story is really sort of about the accidental entrepreneur. Um, so that, that's what I kind of hope to, you know, bring to people and, uh, you know, my, my, my history, my past and sort of the go forward plan.
1: Well, that sounds great. So I guess, then real quickly, what did you when you when you founded Studio Press, and obviously Revolution, and your experiences you just covered kind of helped inform that on that journey, but when when you originally founded it, what what did you think it would become? Like what was its purpose at that point in time?
2: You know, at the purpose, it was sort of to help move WordPress into, you know, from a blog platform to to something more than that. The idea was to sort of enable and equip people to build websites that were beyond blogs, right? Sort of static home pages, that kind of thing. You know, and as I was thinking about the question, I'm like, you know, like, I think what I wanted it to become at that point was was a product. I wanted it to to be something that could be commoditized, that I could sell. and, and help people with their business. But what happened, and this sort of alludes to the back half of that question, which is sort of, you know, what did it become? Uh, unexpectedly, it became a lot more than that. It became something uh, a studio press was more than a product, it was a product and a community. And that really started to, you know, formulate once we developed Genesis and sort of the ecosystem that wrapped itself around Genesis. And, you know, unexpectedly, like that's where my passion plays sort of came into the picture was just realizing that we had, um, our team had developed something that enabled people uh, to do the same thing I did, which was leave my job and pursue, a, you know, a career. And it's- um, yeah, and
1: I, I have to say, I mean, having you know gone through these last few months and, and and learning more about your business and the community, and of course I was a member of the community. I ran a Genesis agency. I was a listed partner on Genesis Partners page, and you know have made it part of my team's technology stack for a long time. But just to see the community and its scale—nearly 10,000 people in the Genesis Facebook group and uh, vibrant forums and 16 something pages of plugins on WordPress.org that connect to the Genesis framework—you um, really, really have built something I think that has enabled. Others to also build their businesses. So, uh, Brian, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to jump in a little bit into your mindset as you were thinking about you know ways you might exit your business. Everybody, hang tight, and we'll be right back.
0: Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs, and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more.
3: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now.
0: TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on Webmaster Radio. FM. Well,
1: everyone, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. You're listening to a very special episode where we're talking with Brian Gardner of Studio Press about his experiences and some of the future uh, roadmap for StudioPress and Genesis now that WP Engine has acquired StudioPress. And Brian, right before the break, you were giving us uh, some insights into some of the problems you thought you were solving for initially with WordPress, kind of helping it to convert from a blog platform into a more kind of proper web CMS. Um, You talked about how it was important to you or rather even also that you observed that the way the ecosystem evolved, you were supporting others and creating their own products and growing their businesses and supporting them and how cool that was. And so you operated your business that kind of evolved into these things like did you think about exits? Uh, was it um, was it something you planned from day one? did you was it something you just pushed out of your mind? Like how did you think about that and the way that you operated your business?
2: You know, that's a good question. i I didn't necessarily think of exit strategies sort of on the early days of studio press. Uh, although a year or two in, I did have an opportunity to sell Studio Press. a, a deal fell through uh, just a few weeks away from close. Uh, and it turns out that you know those types of things, of course, in the moment are never, Fun uh, to experience, but certainly a blessing in disguise because it enabled me to partner up with Brian Clark and, and some of the others at Copyblogger Media, which really helped sort of catapult Genesis and the Studio Press brand into uh, a higher level of the uh, the blogosphere.
1: It's interesting, and you know, one of the things when you're in the purchasing process, you ask a lot of questions, and then if you're on the the purchase side, of course, you I answer a lot of a lot of those questions. But one of the things you mentioned to me. Uh, during all that process that we just went through was that you know as as the the, the per- representing the company being purchased you said we i was interviewing you as much as you were interviewing me and i'm just curious you know i was hoping you could maybe expand on that a little bit Like, what was important to you with picking a buyer? Why did it matter that you were interviewing the buyer? Like, why wasn't it just a matter of a check?
2: It wasn't a matter of a check because my my heart and my passion for what I do online goes beyond just sort of the income part of it. Um, You know, there's been plenty of uh, stories of people acquiring other companies, lines of businesses within WordPress and even without WordPress. Uh, and they cannibalized sort of the ecosystem, the product. They they sort of uh, you know dismembered it, it in a way. And I just didn't want StudioPress and the legacy that StudioPress and the Genesis framework left behind to sort of stop where we were at now. And you know, so for me it was really important. The community is so important to me, and knowing that there's just so many people who rely on Genesis and who have faith and trust in us from the from the user and customer standpoint, from the developer standpoint, the designer standpoint you know, it was the, you know, the most important thing for me was to make sure that that sort of uh, not only was just left intact, but just had the opportunity to grow. And so, you know, in our back and forth, you know, yes, you had to kind of confirm numbers and do all sort of the diligence things. But from my perspective, I wanted to know that whoever was coming in was going to, A, continue to take care of sort of the baby that I created, but more importantly, really help enable it to grow. Uh, because I felt like, Uh, you know, what we've done, we brought it to a really great point, but I felt like there was just a whole lot more. I talked about that in my studio press post where I just talked about just that I I felt like that there was just so much more road ahead for us. And so, um, so that's what I meant. I just, you know, wanted to make sure that, that, you know, we were in sync with sort of where I wanted it to go.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's exciting to talk about the opportunities to invest in products and make them uh, better and propel them, not not um, to, to, you know, really help them attack the things coming next in digital. And, you know, you get to think of all the cool things and all the wonderful things you wanna do. But you know, you you touched on the people that rely on Genesis. And I gotta say, you know, when you when you run a big project and, you know, guessing if you're listening to the show you run big projects you know you 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 wake up at night and you worry about the details and you worry about did I do this right or that right or is this going to happen or that going to happen but I got to say the one thing that woke me up every night and still does frankly um, through that whole process pre-purchase and now post are those people are honoring those people and making sure that we um, have plans and we make decisions that not only just support them in the way they rely on Genesis and the studio press products, but help them get better and help continue that ecosystem. And um I, I would say of all the the cool things product wise we get to work on, um, I think the one thing though that that really tugs on us in every meeting is how do we continue to honor the community that that relies on the products you built.
2: Yeah, and hearing you say that sort of affirms you know that I that I slash we made the right choice and partner. And that's like the part I'm most excited about moving forward is being a part of that a go forward plan on on a number of different levels and and many of which affect you know directly the the consumer and those who rely on our products
1: yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of times we think of the maker, the developer is the one that relies on it, but it's also their customers who rely on it, and, um, making sure that it's, again, keeping up with digital and helping propel them and and giving the people that work on their sites the tools they need to do things efficiently and um, in a way that drives growth. And so, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people relying on those products, but, um, you know, really excited for the opportunity to try to win their trust and continue to deliver the value um, that, genesis and the studio press products have delivered so part of that story though and the ability to deliver on those promises is uh, people and you've been a key part of that up to date and so i know a lot of people have had questions about well what is brian's role going to be moving forward is he is he going to be involved and so i was hoping you could maybe share a little bit um, about kind of uh, what we'll be working on in the future relative to studio press and how, how you'll participate in that
2: yeah, so I get to the the luxury of sort of entertaining uh, the leadership role, maintaining that at Studio Press alongside a number of just very great people that that are coming over with uh, with this. And and the two areas that I and I feel like I'm these are my passion areas and where I belong in terms of the go forward plan. Uh, so the two areas are our product development, that is sort of overseeing the development of Genesis itself. Uh, From the framework perspective, but also sort of the evolution of the design element, which is the child themes And and I think uh, the Gutenberg editor for WordPress that's supposedly going to be merged into core You know sometime this fall presents a really awesome opportunity from the user perspective, but also from our perspective It really excites me. I know that in uh, The the torque uh, article I I made the comment that I think there's a lot of gold in Gutenberg And, And while I know it's not quite there yet I'm just really excited for what it's going to do and what I think it's going to do for the web and how we can play uh, a part of that. So, you know, kind of a product development sort of, uh, you know, is kind of like one part of it. The other uh, a very obvious part is the, uh, the community sort of evangelistic side of me, which is, you know, working with those who rely on the products and helping them, you know, make money from on their own sites and through StudioPress through the third party theme marketplace, those who build plugins and just continuing to foster those relationships uh, and even help uh, through social media channels and just help people who are maybe struggling with parts of the the framework or parts of the, the theme system and just identifying as many ways as I can to just really help bring sort of harmony between those who want to use our products and the success in their business.
1: Well, you know, I know a lot of people um, who know you and and know your commitment to the product and the community will find that reassuring. I know I do. I could not imagine. Uh, leading this project um, without your support, without your knowledge, and without your insights. And so, uh, you know, I, I know on a personal level, I'm super excited that you're um, ha- filling that role and that we get to have calls together and uh, nerd out about uh, the next stuff um, to come from Genesis. And, and, you know, Nathan participating as well, and you know Jason Cohen jumping in, uh, ton, uh, the founder of WP Engine, a lot of fun stuff and fun conversations, and uh, just really thankful that you're here to have that and be part of that. Um, so really, really appreciate that. Um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the future and um, some of the things we're thinking about relative to the community and Genesis. Not not getting um, too great a detail, but just to help people understand some of the areas of investment we want to place into the Studio Press products and Genesis itself. So everybody hang tight, and we'll be right back after this break.
0: Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment
3: webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education entertainment and engagement engage with our panel of on air experts and peers by following us on facebook google twitter and linkedin you can listen to webmasterradio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for webmasterradio.fm.
0: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com.
3: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered
0: now. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, everybody,
1: welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. And right before the break, we were talking with Brian Gardner of StudioPress about his role moving forward with StudioPress. Now that WP Engine has acquired StudioPress. And now I want to talk about the future. And I know a lot of you are probably on the edge of your seat wondering what will happen. Um. Now that WP Engine's bought StudioPress, and you know, I know Brian. You and I um, have engaged with you know quite a number of people with those same questions. And so, I guess one question I would have for you, Brian, is you know you mentioned Gutenberg before as maybe an area you're excited about. But what are you most excited about uh, relative to the future of StudioPress and Genesis?
2: You know, I'm going to go back to that. I, I will go back to Gutenberg because I think it really sort of resets sort of the way that people publish content on the web. And I think uh, while we've done a fantastic job to date with developing themes and, and providing uh, solutions for people, there's been some 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 clunkiness to that just because of the way WordPress is made up, and and it's sometimes you know resulted in a less than optimal situation for our customers. And that's the part about Gutenberg that I think uh, that really excites me is just the opportunity to create things at a simpler level from a usability standpoint, but from also our perspective. And just serving up the opportunity for people to, to to choose from a you know a handful of beautiful themes, uh, actually more than a handful, uh, a handful <laughs> of new ones to come, of course. But you know, just having the opportunity to to do their thing and to produce their content uh, without as much resistance, perhaps, as there has been.
1: I gotta say, I'm also excited about Gutenberg. I, I think you know there's people who lament the the change, and, and you know for various reasons, and backwards compatibility is the most common one people go to. But I mean, my thoughts and what I've seen out of Gutenberg so far is that it drastically changes the experience of creating content in WordPress. And um, you know, I think that that's a good change for WordPress. And I think that the products, in particular themes, of course that embrace it will thrive, and I think that's also a challenge for people like freelancers and people who run agencies who think about, well, how might Gutenberg express itself in the experiences I'm creating, and how can I com- have it complement my work rather than be a separate and apart from it or worried about backwards compatibility too much. I understand you need to to check that before you do your updates and so on and so forth. But the observation is how can you use it as a tool for good rather than just lament, oh, my goodness, it might break my old stuff. Um, It's actually, I feel, a very positive step forward. and I'm looking forward to participating and and being part of the, the overall community's response and how to embrace it and how to express it in ways that are helpful for people. Um, you know you talked about themes a, a minute ago, and uh, you know I know Studio Press has a marketplace, of course, and so there are Studio Press made themes and theme providers um, from you know third party companies who also contribute to that marketplace. Um, and I thought one of the interesting areas of investment for me, one of the ones I'm also excited about, is, um, investing in those themes and investing in that marketplace. And so, uh, Brian, I don't know, just like on, uh, uh, off the cuff, like what, what style of themes do you, do you get excited about as you think about the future? Like what kind of themes should people be building?
2: You know, it, it's going to sound cliche, but I am a huge fan of less is more as a minimalist guy, minimalist designer. Um, I really want to sort of blaze the trail back to sort of the, the simplistic, Approach to you know producing content and, and displaying content. I, I know that uh, I sort of caused some of the problem back in the day by you know coming up with I- ideas and, and options to sort of present all kinds of information to the magazine style theme to you know the, the the business agency style theme. And while there's a place in that, I also feel like through through sort of those actions and just even the actions of just people on social media and just everybody else, we've kind of gone like past the point of like the right amount of stuff. And I look forward to you know just having the opportunity to sort of not dumb down the experience for people uh, on a on a studio press and genesis uh, level, but just creating sort of just simple, very elegant solutions, designs that just really accent and accentuate the content that people write cuz you know as they say content is king and um a well-designed website with no content is a well-designed website with no content. Uh so <laughs> You know, I, I just looking forward to sort of keeping keeping things simple and just really focusing on the things that. Uh, I think, really, really matter when it comes to design. Less
1: is more. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, again, new, new themes is also interesting. But I think, you know, for me and having been in the integration meetings and and thinking about the strategy for the future, I mean, I think some of the key themes are really investing in supporting the community, um, providing more outlets for people to connect with each other and help each other um, to also provide enhanced support for the product makers. I mentioned what, 16-something pages of plugins on WordPress.org that work in part partnership with Genesis. So again, investing time into tools and people and um, frankly, energy just to support those people and make sure that their businesses are supported. I think the plans around the agency program, how we've uh, further support agencies. Um, and their use of Genesis um, is another key area I think that I'm also interested in. And then, of course, Genesis itself. Again, my team at WP Engine relies on Genesis. I've operated companies where that was our framework of choice. And so continuing to make that the framework of choice for people, regardless, of course, of where they host, um, but primarily focus, of course, on helping them achieve their goals and the goals of their customers. So um, fun, fun stuff. And Brian, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me, and I just look forward to lots that we can do together.
1: Awesome, me too. So uh, if you want to keep up with what's going on with StudioPress and WP Engine, you can check out WP Engine at WPEngine.com, StudioPress at StudioPress.com, and we'll keep updating uh, the community as we make progress in terms of investing and growing Genesis um, even beyond what it is today. So thanks, everybody, for listening today. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl, and this has been the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Everybody have a great day. Thank you.
3: Webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement.